You are listening to the Remotepreneurs Podcast. Here, you'll learn how to adapt to a new future of doing business remotely by listening to interviews with the new breed of entrepreneurs called Remotepreneurs. Now, welcome your host, a remotepreneur that came from the factories to building multiple location independent incomes all remotely, Philip Bill Stankowski. Hello, remotepreneurs. I have an interesting episode today. We do have a guy from Denmark that's actually named Jim. That's a bit weird, but we'll go in that part later. <laughs> He's a, let's say, a Jordan Belfort from Denmark and a remote guy. He's been here living for two, three years so far. It's interesting that he managed to build his own company. Uh, remotely, all from Thailand. He has a remote team here, a, around 8-10 people. All of them are doing sales, mostly cold calling. And the sales is only in Denmark. So people usually sell in United States, build their companies, <coughs> UK, Australia. But this is the first time that he exclusively sell only in Denmark. The calls are in Denmark, but the entire operation he's here in, in Thailand. Yes. Yeah. So, so guys, you will have really, really interesting episode. A lot of useful sales strategies that he is using since he is selling so much. He built uh, from scratch multiple companies. Again, only in Denmark, using only remote strategies, remote team managing his uh, team. So, guys, as you know, I believe that remotepreneurs are the new entrepreneurs and you do not need any more countries, you do not need big offices, old school employees to, to be successful and Jim is one of them. Jim, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I have one more question before we start. Yeah. How the fuck up you end up Jim, a Viking Jim from Denmark? I mean, that's not common name, right? Yeah, I can tell the story again, but yeah, that's a, a Danish song called the... Sad little gym. Sad little gym. Okay. <laughs> so my, my, I was like, uh, grew up in a not like a rich environment. Let's just say it like that. Okay. A poor, co- poor company and poor family. You know, that's what made me hungry. We could, we always heard that Danish song. It's a singer called Kim Larsen. Okay. And when I was born, he was like uh, singing the radio, and my mom was like, "Yeah, poor little gym, growing up in this world." That's the name. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it sticks. So yeah, it sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So every time you're making call and somebody says no, you're singing the song. Oh, poor little Jim. I'm not poor little Jim. I say, actually, I have a nickname, but uh, I don't know if you should say it. But my name is uh, Cock Cock Maloney. Cock Maloney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a. I have a, a cock in Danish is dick. It's oh. a pig. Oh, know? pig. Yeah, pig. So like a pig. Oh, okay. So, okay. So it's like I have a friend, my best friend, we call him Pig, and I'm Cock. So it's like, yeah, fuck that shit. Okay. <laughs> Can you share us a little bit about your background? I'm just curious how you ended up in Thailand and your story yeah, of see, I was sitting at home, you know, like everybody else in the cold country, looking at the, at the sun, at the beaches, saw some videos about the girls and uh, the prices <laughs> in Thailand. Looked at my bank account and thought, yeah, maybe it's not uh, big enough to stay in Denmark, but it's big enough to stay in Thailand. Of course, the bank account and the company you make grow bigger, you know, and Thailand is easier because the tax, like we talked about, is lower. Mm-hmm. It's much lower. Depends on what you're doing, but um, in Denmark, it's like um, if you're a taxpayer, a higher tax, it's okay. like uh, 45, 48% of your, ta- of your salary. Whereas in Thailand, if you, if you make over, I don't know, 5 or 10 million per, per year, it's mm-hmm. uh, about uh, 12 or 13. And if you make under five, it's like seven uh, percent. Okay. So it's about forty percent extra of my salary. So that was what was um, interesting for me, where I said I should I should try this out. But it's like everything else. The start is never easy, you know. Yeah. So it's about telling yourself a working day. It's not a working day. It's a working life. So after some time, you can relax a little bit and you know give some start to give advice for the people mm-hmm. instead of uh, going out and give. Uh, do the job yourself. And that's something that comes different by step. It takes some time, uh, if not one year, two years. Two years where you have to be consistent and uh, you have to repeat all your pitches and make it sound good. And it's a small thing, you know, in a pitch that makes it good. Yeah. You know, like uh, if you just take it as a, 
there's a, a line I, t- I teach all my all my staff or okay. once I, uh, I that that line is I never told you I told you I never said that you stole from the cash uh-huh. cashier you know that that line you can it can, you can make it mean different things if I push yeah, depends on, on the tonality yes, how you say it like I never said that you stole from the cashier oh that means I didn't say it, but somebody said it oh, okay I never said that you stole from the cashier. Yeah, but you stole somewhere, you know. Yeah. And that's a small line that I teach everybody because that means they, they can sit and read up for a pitch. But the the, the difference between the guy who makes fifty thousand and two hundred thousand is how he says it, how they push the power words, the push. So that's one of the sales training I do with people. Is okay. how to speak properly and how to put the right amount of push in the right words. And then kiss, you know, keep it short and simple. Nobody want to listen to when I'm talking with a customer. First of all, salesman. Nobody loves a salesman. Everybody knows. (laughs) We are hated people and uh, that's just how it is. Of course, we have to make them love us. So nobody want to hear a guy who just talk, talk, talk. And you can't even remember what the product is about or what it is. So kiss, keep it short and simple. That's um, the the two things that we really have high... uh, Hi, what's called uh, sales of. Just yeah. curious, how did you end up in, in sales? Did you start here in Thailand or you had an experience in I, Denmark? I, started, I, I worked at a factory where, oh. yeah, where I was making cans. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so how the poor little Jim came from <laughs> yeah. the cans factory to... To be honest, you know, I, it just felt like I was there 12 hours per day. I made good money, you know, it was a very high salary and good pension and a lot of security, but okay. the, the the work it didn't give me anything. I was uh, I didn't uh, evolve myself to anything. Okay. So I was like, let's try something else. I quit that job and I started work uh, selling uh, what else? TV channels. TV channels. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I started before this standing on the street, okay. you know, and trying Amazing. to sell. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Uh, I, I've never been the, the prettiest guy. I never had the beautiful smile. So it's like, that's the sell thing, you know? <laughs> so I was like, I, I hide it behind the phone. Uh, I found out, okay, I'm actually a hard worker on this. So I, I was used to working 12 hours, where some people, they are used to not working. So for me, it was like same amount of work, but uh, I was sitting in an office. And I was sitting in my nice chair, could hear my own music and... That was the thing that that made me say, okay, I want to be good at sales because the sales life is good if you're good at it. If you're good at it, yeah, of course, of course, yeah. So and the money is not good when you start. That's how it is, and that's why so many people sell, uh, fail because they look at the how much they get paid by hours, and in the start you don't get paid so much by hours. But yeah, that's just how it is. You have to uh, bite in the sour apple, take the bull by your horn, and uh, do the job, make it work. Teach yourself how to do it. So you were in the factory. By the way, I, I my first job was factory. I was oh, nice. yeah, I was ba- <laughs> being paid fifty cent an hour. Yeah, okay. So I was earning <laughs> five six bucks a day <laughs> in Macedonia. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, you didn't make. I no. figure out it, this wouldn't work. Mm. Yeah. So from the factory, you were selling on the street. I assume something like promotional stuff. Yes, only promotional. Only promotional yeah, stuff, yeah. and then you switched to selling uh, channels. I guess yeah. cable TV something. It is like, that. like cable. It's a uh, Parable, parable. I don't know how to say it in there. Yeah, okay. It's like it's a, yeah, the round thing that everybody have on the wall. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> and then from the TV, you transition to yeah. Th- then I, I was uh, I was uh, watching a lot of people, like uh, many of yourself, I'm sure, sitting and watching on Facebook. Yeah, that's Both. how you start. <laughs> yeah, sitting and watching on Facebook, you know, uh, looking. Uh, what can I do? Because I want to work in sales, but uh, it's fucking cold. It's raining all the time, and my money don't last as long as they would in uh, Vietnam or anywhere else, Bali, I looked at Bali too, I looked at Philippines too. I found a, a, a small company that sold electricity in uh, Thailand. Okay. And I just uh, applied for the job. And then actually I said, uh, I got the job. And I said, ah, I re- wrote some things on the internet about this specialty company. I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. So I go- got back at my old work, working there for one more year. Okay. The, so got a little bit better at sales, you know. Uh, learn to to make a no to a yes, of course, sales. So and then I said, said to myself, "Fuck this shit, man. Let's try out. Let's try." And after a couple of months, I found out, well, I'm actually good at this stuff. That was like I think they had like uh, 
between 50 and 100 person in that year and we were three people higher so that's a that's a good confidence boost to see okay so many people didn't make it so why did i make it and i wasn't the hardest worker uh, i wasn't when i started out there's something i learned myself i teach myself how to sit at home sometimes till four six in the morning you have to know i work in danish time so in yeah. thailand six time hours time to so six in the morning i'm not counting on anyone sitting six in the morning in yeah. denmark or in us or anywhere but if you live in thailand where the time difference is then you go to work about two or three or four some days you know afternoon so that that's the reason why you can sit long hours you can sit very long hours and then by the time you, you start getting better you can cut a little bit off like you know you say yeah i mean you improve your skills yeah. and and then it's easier you oh, know the world track and it's like easier yes. at the beginning you will suck but that's expected <laughs> yeah you will suck a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's say a lot yeah you know i always say to people you never it never gets easier but you will always get better yeah because you can be okay and say yes i'm happy i get fifty thousand bet a month and i can have a small little house and i can have some food every day but, but you're not going out eating uh, red steaks like me every day you're not going out doing this and you know you don't have a big pool house so i try to push their goals mm-hmm. so of course they can get better and say now it's easy but if it's easy take next goal yeah don't make it easy you know you don't learn anything from easy you know it's like yeah you know? so you have to push your limits and yeah. make new goals new goals one day you reach the goal where you never thought you'd be i do myself now I I talk a lot of with my family say the guy who been to prison when I look at you for five years ago six years ago I would never think you could live in Thailand have firms and you know help people and be a, one of the best salesmen in the business you know yeah. and I know many good salesmen so I'm not the best I have to say that I have many good friends that teach me of course you know I, nobody learn by this, themselves yeah so yeah yeah so that's just um, I fall in love with sales. And uh, and then the love uh, was uh, yeah I was uh, restricted yeah and it was returned yes it was it gave a good return after some time after some time. <laughs> well it was testing you yeah it was testing you oh yeah I can promise you it was testing you. no on everything my private life uh, everything you know it is hard to say you can you can't have a a family and a girlfriend if you sit sixteen hours and working you yeah. can have it but if you tell yourself is this what I want to give to other people. Now I can have it because now I, I teach myself the skill and I know what to do. But um, at the first couple of years, that's always hard in sales or any other business you do. Yeah, uh, yeah you're basically learning a new, a new, new skill, so it's yeah. understandable. There's a lot of companies that say, especially sales, say, "Oh, come in here, you get a sales uh, education." And after I've been in many firms, and I never saw the education. I see it now. But before I didn't see the education in sales. But after, like a, a real education, three years. So give it three years. Take a give, you know, three years, depending on how good you are and how much you want to learn. Then I can promise you, if you give sales three years, two years or one year, you can see improvement. Yeah. You know, if you can't, then maybe get, you're not for that. Get the fuck out of yeah. sales. <laughs> go back and work at the, at a supermarket or something, you know, because. Many many people they look at the time time uh, how much did I make per per hour? Sometimes I make five uh, thousand power, you know. Sometimes I make five hundred power. So I have a lot of people when I talk with my friends in Denmark say how it's going. Yeah, it's going fun good. I just finished education. Now I have two uh, hundred or three hundred crowns power. Yeah, it's nice. But how much is that in in euros? And euros is about. Boop, boop. Or dollars. Yeah, dollars. I think is easier because it's about one hundred dollars. It's about six hundred crowns. Okay. So yeah, one one crown six dollars. No, one dollar six crowns. So around twenty dollars, twenty five, something like that. Yeah. It, it will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Around twenty five, twenty twenty dollars. Yeah, an hour. About that. Yeah. yeah, that that's not bad, but it's not bad. But you have to remember because we pay so much in tax in Denmark. Oh yeah, in cap. So we so have ten bucks. Yeah. We have about a, a minimum pay in Denmark set that if you're over, I think it's 17, then uh, you have to get 100 crown, 50, no, yeah, what is that? Almost half? 20, yeah, 20, $20, yeah, you have to get about $20, take a leave. Okay. No, okay. but that's before tax, 
Yeah. Okay, so you came to, to Thailand, you started working for the electricity company, and, yes. and then you mentioned that you started building a company with yes. these guys. Yeah, yes, we, we sold electricity. Actually, it's, uh, that's real uh, with Wall Street, you know, okay. there's uh, electricity, it's fun, fun story, but there's an electricity company, there's a lot of electricity companies in Denmark, you know, the government. So they liberated the market, yeah. so you can choose. Okay. Yes, so you can choose. It's a good thing, thing for a salesman, for the private person. It's shit because they never, they never saved any money. Maybe oh. they saved like five baht per month. Oh. But they had to do a lot of problems, which is changing. But when we made the call and they said yes, we made them sign the contract. So the money was made. And in that line of work, you know, it was only companies we sold to because mm -hmm. companies use more electricity. So the fun thing is when we heard a cow, let's say uh, we sit in and talk with a cow, okay, here. Yeah. Ooh, we know there's money here because people who do make milk, and a lot of people do milk, ala and Denmark cheese. And so we, we can hear that, you know, you use a lot of electricity. The more they use, we get uh, for every uh, 5,000 kilo, uh, kilowatt they use, we get uh, 1,500 baht. Okay. So I know a guy he made for one customer almost 150,000 baht. But okay. yeah, for one customer, and it's a call. He he was actually he was uh, just puking because of hangover. It's like <laughs> say I'll fucking go home now, and we're like, oh, just call, just call one call. My my boss back then told him, call one call, and then you can go home if you make it, made your budget. Wow! And then boom, I remember my first month, I made uh, seven no zero. Thirty-seven thousand and five hundred baht, precise. That, that's <laughs> around. That's around uh, one thousand dollars something, right? Yeah, that's yeah, like twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. And the previous guy that made one hundred fifty thousand—that's like five k. Yeah, US dollars. Yeah, five k. Just for the audience. Yeah, yeah. That are yeah. wondering <laughs> how much is baht. One baht is thirty. One dollar is thirty baht. Yeah, yeah. So, is. so to round it up. Yeah. Okay, so. What happened after the, the electricity? We were starting to get some trouble with the, with the Danish uh, company. Okay. Where, where the Danish people, they said, you have to say like this. Because we were too good. Okay. Many people said yes without they actually want to say yes. But we, we, every time they had something, we got it in the right lane. You know? Okay. So the last thing, to make it short, they just said, you have to tell them before you hang up. Are you really sure you want to make this oh. deal? And that's a fucking uh, that's deal, a deal uh, killer. You know? Deal killer. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, so we uh, said, "Fuck this shit." We try something new. We tried to sell uh, backup and virus programs. Okay. To be honest, it was a booming business. Okay. Right? I think we made about uh, yeah sixty million bet on our first year. Wow, and sixty our, million bet. That's like two million dollars. Yeah. It is. It is actually two million dollars. Yeah. yeah. Twelve. Two million dollars is twelve million crowns. So yeah, it is. Wow. Yeah. And back then we we didn't have the a lot of expensive because we didn't have the support. We didn't have the big office. I showed you. We had like a pool house. Then after some time, of course you of course you want to build it bigger. You know? So we built it bigger, and it, there was a lot of other companies starting to do the same because they saw, wow, if they can do it, we can do it. Okay, that's so, how it is with sell. Yeah, you know? so everybody started to, to yeah. copy. So, so the the markets was going a little more mm -hmm. than when we started alone. So, but it's still good business. I know. I know they, my friends, they still make a lot of money of it, and uh, they, of course, there's some new challenges is is it in it. But I know it's still good business. So you you left that company. I left that company. Yes, um, it's actually not so far, uh, long ago. It's about small half year or something. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I heard about a new company here in uh, in Chiang Mai that wasn't going that good. You okay. Know, they they hired a lot of people and they didn't have like the real sales experience. Okay. They have like a call uh, not call but um, service experience. Okay. For um, customer service. Okay. So of course you can speak with customers, but sales and customer services are. Different. Different thing, yeah. yeah. So, so they tried. They wrote me all the time. Can you come here? Please come help us. I was like, okay, what can I do here to make it sound better for myself? I made a new company, okay. a partner connection, where okay. I just consult and where I take a cut from the companies. Mm -hmm. You know, I say right now it's sixty-five percent. I take. Okay. So, uh, of course, in the future, it's going to be, uh, I want more. Okay. Always stay hungry. That's how it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I'm planning to say about 5 and 10%. If you're watching, now you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So, but yeah, it's here in Chiang Mai, and um, we're actually moving back. I live in Hua Hin. Those of you who don't know, it's uh, South Thailand, okay. a little more hot, and uh, beaches. <laughs> so yeah, we go there um, in between one week or one month, depending on how it's going to work. Yeah. And then we have a new office. So. Okay, so, so Partner Connect, uh, that's how do you actually help the, the people? With what I do, you know, especially for people who live in Thailand, let's just say, um, like we talked about, there's a lot of people like myself and like many of you sitting and watching videos on Facebook and YouTube. Yeah. And you see the life, you see the big house, you see the, the beaches, but what you don't see is the hard work. And you don't, you can, you can, we can, people who's on vacation or living here, they send pictures home when they're sitting on the beach, when they're, but they don't, they don't send when they're struggling. They don't send when they, when they have to use uh, five hours after work time to get better. They don't sit, send that shit. It's like a glamorous lifestyle on Facebook, but the rea- reality is work hard, you know, work hard. You take the extra hours, do what it needs to be done and look at yourself and your strategies. Look at your percent. I have a really, a really high percent, about 32 every day about customers, but I know some people who have a smaller percent where the only reason I, why I get, got it was because I used so much time on the look at the markets. It's not time I use at my work. You know? So self-teaching is fucking important, but yeah. nobody, nobody showed that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree there with you. I mean, we have a great lifestyle. You can do remotely. Yes. You, can, you can meet. I mean, I met Jim coming back. <laughs> at a fucking brave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Back and forth, actually. Yeah, back and forth. We we were we went to a party here in Grand Canyon, Chiang Mai. That was nice. Yeah, it was nice, yeah. nice, nice party. Yeah. And then on the way back, we also again saw each other. We started talking. I think Self. it was Tuk Tuk uh, truck yeah, that yeah, brought us tuk-tuk. back. And we we just connected through sales. Yeah, yeah. And I just asked him like, "You do have a cool story to share? Like, why don't you just come on the podcast?" Yeah. And he's like, "Just do it. Let's do it." it. <laughs> Always have to help each other in sales, especially when you live abroad, you know, because it's not easy. It is hard. That's how it is. You have to want to do it. You have to love the game. You know, you can't be halfway because if, yeah. you, if you're only halfway and you only want to, you can be here for some months if you want to be just party and, uh, and fuck girls and do whatever you want. You can be, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, no. <laughs> But that's how it is. It's Thailand, you know, so there's a lot of different people here. But the people who come here and just party, they just don't uh, see the responsibility they have to the company they, they, they made a deal with, you know. So especially in Thailand, it's, it's hard to make a company. That's one of the things, you know, and uh, you, you need to have your paper straight. There's a lot of people who uh, go, um, what's called, visa run every two months, and it's just not a good life. Because all the problems that it gives is that you have to worry about these things. And when you worry, you take a part of your brain and say, okay, I'm going to use 10% or 5% of my energy on this shit. So you have to have your paper straight so you can say, boom, 5% extra for the important things like work, like making a living in Thailand, you know. Work is also, it's, it's, it's good to have work and you have to get it uh, and you have to do it. But uh, your, your free time have to be like uh, spitzing. It has to be good too. You, you, you can't have a shitty life and then go to work in a sales company where you sit and think, oh, everything is so shit at home. Bro. And then you don't have the motivation because the cu- customer can always hear. Yeah. He's fucking dope, you know. The customer can hear, oh, fuck, he's dope. He's living a crazy life. I need to just make a deal with him just to see him. You know, you understand? Just to yeah. see what kind of guy he is. Sell yourself like you sell your product. If we don't need a good salesman, we could just make a website. Put all the prices up. Yeah. And the, 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 the yeah, 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 yeah. We could just do like that. But it's the person who sells it. The smile you have is the is the way you make them laugh. I always have one rule for my for, for, for the ones I work with and my staff is say uh, a joke every time you talk. Because maybe he's angry, and you know they call. We call a lot, so uh, and they get called a lot. So most of them they say like, "Oh, it's you again. Oh, you're always calling." And and I'm like, "Hey, hey, 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 relax. I can see her, my sister. We called you half a year ago. Maybe I can't see, but yeah, I just say it. 
And they're like, oh, okay, I called you because we made a, made a deal about like, I should call you here in the new year. Last time uh, you said it was a good offer, but I should only call you if, if the price was lower. Can you guess why I'm calling you now? Good entrance. Yeah, good. And then, good, good. then, then they're like, okay, let's just hear what you say. It cannot take over five minutes, so let's hear. If he can save me money in five minutes, and then you start. Start. What, what is your need? What did you use? Boom, boom, boom. Start to fuck them up. <laughs> and make your money. Make your fucking money. What's called... Um, and then it's some video. But yeah. To say it in Danish, we'll translate afterwards. Some video. <laughs> <laughs> some video. It's uh, conscious. Conscience. The conscience you have. If you're working in sales, take your conscience and leave it wherever you, uh, you hate, uh, where, where you come from. Because if you're working in sales, they're going to cry to you. They're going to say, oh, you call all the time. And I had a bad experience about a salesman, uh, telephone marketing. Oh, uh, and it's not, you know, it's not a luxurious. <laughs> it's not, uh, they, they don't see telemarketing as, uh, as a good work. Yeah. But to be honest, sometimes I make more than a, than, a, than a doctor at home in Denmark, right? Yeah, yeah. So, because you do have skills. I mean, there yeah. is, we, sales People got a bad name because unethical salesperson sell something they don't believe. If yeah. you're offering something to some kind of value to the customer that can truly help them, yes. yeah, we do need to be a little bit pushy to change the mind because mm. they really do have bad experience. Mm. But if you listen to everything that they say and you don't sell, the customer still will have the problem. So it's the same like vaccines. Mm. It's the same like any that. any baby wouldn't want to be vaccinated, right? I mean, mm. nobody would want to be vaccinated, mm. but it's good for them. So you need to, in some way, push it mm. so they they are they are safe, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. That's right. how I totally right. how I see it. Totally right. But still, I sold some things that uh, maybe they didn't need, it. but then you have to make the need for them. You know, like when we sold data, like when we sold uh, security for computers. Now I'm not gonna say the the whole like I told you, but it's not. But you, but what I like yeah. I told you, you know, when they, when I called them first up, they was not in a in a in a state of mind. Was it? We're gonna buy here. No, they got the shock effect. Bam! Now we're in the sales. Boom. Yeah, but uh, they they are older people and they don't know about the oh, viruses, and too. some hacker can just enter their computer, yeah, but it's get their too. credit card, bank account, and just wipe yeah. them out. So, but it is true. But you know, that's true. We never. But lied. they're just not not aware of it and that's normal oh. so you need to create the, the problem mm. so they can imagine the problem because it's real mm. we actually Oops. sold um, you know uh, uh, crypt uh, what's called like crypto safe yeah now crypto yeah but uh, crypt united I don't know but it's back up and it has three layers of uh, cryptos okay you know so it's very safe we bought it from the American military base that was closed down wow yeah it's not me it's my old boss he was there he's a big businessman Better than I'm ever gonna be, but uh, he's living here in Thailand too. He was there, you know, and he was the kind of guy like me. Maybe he wasn't a businessman, you know. You can see him that he's a guy who's fighting, he's training every day and doing Muay Thai. But uh, when he when he come ho go home from from the work, he look at his bank account plus one or two hundred million that right? Wow. So that's the, that's the thing because he's he's working hard. You know? I'm trying to work hard. You always have to have a mentor or for anyone, I can, I can give you a good advice. If you want to uh, be successful in the sale, find the best man you've ever seen in sale. Tell him, you are the fucking greatest guy I've ever seen. What the fuck can I do? Where in your ass can I lick just to be 10% like you? And that's how it is. Find a good mentor. Find a good mentor. Because there's nothing, you, you can't do anything by yourself. You can't teach anything you can learn anything by yourself it's good for you to have a guy where you every morning can see he's always a little bit more fresh he's always a little bit more work harding than i can see myself doing how is it he do that for my mentor he wake up five in the morning wow. and he go out meditate one hour one and hour. he have two hours of uh, of uh, muay thai and then he go to work and then you know what time I go work, uh, two or three here in Thailand, and it's in Thailand. So he's at work six hours before I even uh, wake up. Wow. So that's why that he, uh, of course, sleep. You know, if you, if you sleep, uh, the difference between sleeping six and eight hours, I sleep six hours because 
The difference between us is about three years waking hours extra in your life. Uh, if you take education, it takes three years with sleep. So three years extra waking hours, it's about two extra educations you could take in your life if you just sleep six instead of eight hours. Some people sleep nine. You know, and we twelve. Yeah, twelve, you know. If you, work, if you sleeping 12 hours, get off this channel. <laughs> yeah, and you want <laughs> Then to you're not motivated to anything. <laughs> yeah. So you have to work hard for it. And it's not always uh, easy, but, uh, but it's getting more fun. Tell me how the, the mentor helped you out, the, the one that you mentioned. He, 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 he helped me out by showing me what is possible. You know, it's like in a sales room. If you sit, sit uh, four or five people together, one guy, he's not making anything. One guy over here, he's making a whole lot of money. Then this guy, he look at this guy and say, okay, it is actually possible. So everything I say, it don't have to be right. You know, if we sit in four people, nobody makes sales. Yeah. We make zero dollars per day. Then we start to talk with you. Oh, it's the, it's the business. is fucking shit. And uh, there's no market for this. But if come just one good salesman in, show them, whoop, the market is great. I can make good money here. Then everybody light up. That's the same as he did. You know, okay. he showed me that uh, even no matter where you come from, if you want to be resistant and work hard for it, you can get it. And he's actually 40 years old. He looked younger than me, I can tell you. Yeah, with, with 200 million baht, that's like, it's a, yeah. like six, seven million dollars. Yeah, and he made that in seven years here in Thailand. Wow. Yeah. So he made everything basically remote. Yeah, you can say that. He have a company. He have a lot of companies. Oh, okay. He have a lot, a lot of companies. Yeah, maybe he's 20. plus ten, you know, yeah, okay. plus ten companies. Okay. Um, some in Denmark. Then he's partner in a lot of companies too. Yeah. But he's a real businessman, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, he's hungry, a real hustler who never say no to a good deal, and they always push the small percentage up. Uh -huh. So let's say uh, when we talk about one percent and two percent, actually not so much. It don't sound like so much. But when I'm sitting right now calling on the phone, yeah, one percent or two percent, it can easily give me a per call two or three thousand bet extra. So that's one percent to do. He do the same. It's it's not so. It's not big numbers or high numbers. But the, um, the money who comes, that comes out is big numbers. You know? So presenters always push a little bit, say, what can I give here to get here? Give here. Yeah. Okay, so, so the small percentage is the improvements that you can, let's yeah. say, add in the pitch. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit. For example, um, the, the company I'm working right now, you know, um, because I'm uh, the best salesman they have, and I'm, because I'm, it's me who's teaching them. So, of yeah. course, I have to be better than them. <laughs> Yeah. So that's that's straight line business. That's how it is. So of course I have some saying in that where I can say, um, if you want me to do this and this for you, you have to give up five or ten percent extra. That's how it is. So find uh, find the places in a company. A good thing. If you go to a new company, see what can you make. The, how can you make the company better? You know that's a that's a good good thing to do. Always find a where can I make a solution for a problem. First find the problem. Come with the solution. And first, you come with the solution, uh, with, with, with what you need to fix this solution. When you have done that, you build up the need. Ah, oh, there's this problem here. And it's keeping us down. I can see it keeps your salesman down. It keeps your money down and your percentage down. What would, you, what would it be worth for you if this problem was fixed? Ah, oh, it would be worth so much because then I make this much more money per year. Okay, if you give me 5% extra of the firm, I would make this disappear. How can you do that? No matter how I do it, if you give me five, I do it. So basically, it's the same thing. Find a problem in the company, provide real value, improve the company, and people will gladly. Sometimes you should have to sell yourself. You know, well, not you only to customers. Say. Yeah. You know, for me, companies are customers. You know. Yeah. Like if many people they have private customers, I just picked uh, my line as companies because it's easier and easier to take money from uh, people who have it. When you take from private person, they have to, like we talk about, if it's uh, phones you're selling or uh, if you're selling TVs or computers, you have to talk with private person and they really have to look in their bank account because they paid the tax. So let's say when I talk with companies, they look at their bank account, their company account. They have not paid the tax yet. So that's double as many money because the tax, I'm just speaking out of Denmark, right, where the tax is so high. You know? 
so they say better I just purchase this than to pay the taxes because we need it. Yeah, and in Denmark, if you buy something in your company, you can uh, pull it away from the taxes. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's probably yeah. the same in the same country. Yeah, yeah. So, so tell me, how, how did you build your team? Uh, you mentioned that you actually do have an office here in Thailand. Yeah. And you do have seven, eight guys. I think you do have a great video on Facebook that we can share in the show yeah. notes so they can just see the office that, that you created here. Yeah. All of them are selling directly to, to Denmark. So how do you, I assume all of them are from Denmark, obviously. Yes, we have, we have some, uh, this is the old company Okay. That we talked about, but there are some Swedish people too there. Okay, I language. guess it's similar language. Yeah, almost. Almost. It's a little bit. It's like, uh, it's, it's not something you know, but it's like South and North Thailand. Yeah, they have a little, little, little twist. All of them are Vikings. So. Yeah, all of them. Are Vikings. <laughs> I, I always say to Swedish people, Danish is the real Vikings, but <laughs> and they always say the same to me. Yeah. In the Viking time, Denmark, Sweden, and Norway was the same country. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so. You're all Vikings. Yeah, and you're Jim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the red, red, red Viking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So tell me, how did you find the people from Denmark? Because they have to come from Denmark to come to. It's a big choice for them. To Thailand. It's a very big choice for them. It's a big choice because some of them have to uh, get new experience about life, and uh, some of them they have to say goodbye to a lot of things at home. Mm-hmm. That's uh, good and bad that they have to do that. You know, of course, it's bad. They have to say goodbye to their families and uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Uh, but again, there's a lot of people who don't come from a good uh, environment at home that actually uh, say, okay, I don't want to spend my life in this environment. Uh, I don't want to use more time here. Uh, I'm not learning anything here. So they come to Thailand and they start to work in sales. Actually, they're like a flowers. Open up. They start to be a, have a better life. So that's a lot of people we had in touch with that uh, that learned so much about themselves, and that's a good giving thing to, for for everybody too. Okay. To see, okay, the common guy, he looks sad. He don't have a good life. He actually maybe he owes a lot of money, you know, but he comes here to Thailand, work in sales. Whew, he grow up. He start to be a man. Start to be a woman. Uh, you know, just like a flower. You know, start to see the good things in life. There's a lot of people who do that. But yeah, how we do it? Facebook. Facebook? Yeah, Facebook. Facebook and direct uh, advertisement. You know, Normally, sales companies in the abroad, they sell the experience. Okay. Um, the work, like, like so you see a little bit of my work here, but yeah. you don't, but, but you see we have fun. Yeah. The honest thing, it's not always fun, of course. Of like course. we talked about before. It's not always fun. <laughs> but, uh, but we sell the experience. And uh, especially for Denmark and Sweden, it's fucking cold. So, uh, yeah. So, and no sun. Yeah. It, no sun. It's fucking cold and it's raining, and so we sell the we sell it's warm. We sell to we hunt uh, colleagues and like we hunt customers, you know, because not everybody is uh, makes a success in sales. So we need to have like a, a great line of people who uh, we can always call and say, "You need the job." Yes. Okay, you're ready to go in uh, one week or two weeks. Ah, okay. How long in the time you need? One month. Then come here one month. And it's always the same, you know, if uh, five people say yes, two people come. Because then they sit at home and they are high on, oh, I'm moving to Thailand and whoa. But then the family, hey, hey, relax, relax. Because yeah. Thailand is, uh, it's good and it's bad, you know. A lot of parents, they are scared of people, uh, scared of uh, for, for their small girl or their uh, small boy, yeah. small small. You have to be 22 to uh, work in Thailand with a work permission. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. So they're not, they're still men, but uh, many of them are not men inside. Many of them, they stay home, but yeah, we just uh, show them what we do. Show them uh, how we go on uh, trips and how we do, what we do for our colleagues, how we have a good uh, relationship with each other and make friends for your life. Yeah. Most important, you know, make connections, make friends for, for your whole life. Say some of the best friends I made, I made uh, in the last three, three years, right? Mm-hmm. Some of them are in Denmark now. And, you know, so let's say after 10 years, how, how does the, how does your phone book look, look, you know, with the contacts and the, yeah, the business man. partners, looks good, I can promise you. So the first year, just buy the sour apple and it's going to re- reward you good, I know. And also it's, uh, it's easier to boost yourself here in Thailand because a big steak and a glass of uh, red wine near the beach, it costs about um, 40, uh, $40, you know. It's about yeah, that's like 1200 1200 bucks. Yeah. 
Yeah. $40, $40, right? yeah, yeah, $40. Yeah, $40. I don't know about the price in the States, but I can tell you in Denmark it's much more expensive, $5,000 or something, if you want a good night. So the, the price is so much lower. So it's easier to have a high life where you can say, wow, I, I'm, I'm not going home because if I'm going home right now, oh, it's cold. No sun. No sun. Everything is expensive. And for a man like me who've been living here long, the girls in Denmark, they are hard bitches. Where here in Thailand, they are sweet as candy. So I have a girlfriend. Yeah. Hi, babe. <laughs> I have a girlfriend, but still. And I yeah, have. I've seen it. It's not something I just make up here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have a girlfriend and, uh, and it's nice. And, but it took me one year to find to a girlfriend. Find. Because it's not, um, but they're more, they're more uh, they support you more here. More? Yeah, they do. You know, back home in Denmark, there's, a, there's, some, um, there's some things that is required from you as a man. And then one of the thing is, uh, you, you turn in 30, now you need to have uh, this, you need to have the Volvo, the house, and the dog, and the kids. Where here, it's more like, um, maybe it's just uh, our relationship, right? But I've seen many have the same, where I can say, I tell my girlfriend all the time, if I don't have my work, that's why she can accept that I work so much. If I don't have my work, I'm not in Thailand. If I'm not in Thailand, I'm not having you. So that's something. Make the connection. Yes, you know. <laughs> And of course, when I so when I don't work, we can do go to fun things, parties, and yeah, that was fucking nice. That was, you know, it's something I would never do in Denmark because I'm not jumping in the water because it's fucking cold. <laughs> at the beginning, yes. The, yeah. So there's a lot of there more opportunities to make you stay here in Thailand for sure, for sure. Yeah. I mean, what I'm seeing and why the actual idea. And the purpose of the podcast, Remotepreneurs, and why I believe the new entrepreneurs are remotepreneurs. Yeah. Now with technology and with your skills that you can develop using a mentor, learning from books, training yourself. Yeah. There is no need to stay in Denmark, in Sweden, no. in America if you're not happy. No. You do have a choice to yeah. come to a country like Thailand, Philippines, mm -hmm. Bali, where it's cheaper. It's a great nature. Mm -hmm. Interesting culture, food, networking, you'll be yeah. surrounded with like-minded yeah. friends. So it's your decision if you want to stay or not. And you do not have to have a big corporate office. No. I mean, it's interesting that you are developed a remote business specifically mm -hmm. only for Denmark. And your employees are from Denmark, but they live in Thailand. So you do have... You do have some kind of office, but in Thailand, you know, yeah, not yeah. have to do it in India. We have offices. We have offices. Yeah. And, and also, you, we have a pool and, house, and sometimes we have a big house. Depends yeah. on how many people we are. Right? Yeah. So, so you make a decision. So it's just a choice. Yeah. And I see a lot of people that are going to figure out. Well, I can I can earn money remotely or build business remotely. It's real. Why should I stay in the country that I'm not happy? If you're not happy, if you're happy, then you should just make the choice. If, yeah. you, if you look at your bank account, do you have uh, $2,000? Go buy the ticket. See what happens. You, there's so many people here in Asia who's working remotely. So many people who have, who's fighting and who's succeeding, you know? And you, they are, almost everybody are willing to teach and to, uh, yeah. to show you how to do it because maybe you lose a couple of percentage to make them teach you. But of course, the, if that's the that's the thing that can make you stay here that's a start you know nobody start on the on the come to Thailand let's just make a film no 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 you start with something and I've seen many call centers it's uh, there's a lot of call centers you know always just find it you know find because if you just took, go on a vacation for one, one month or two in Thailand you will fast fast get in touch with people who live here and then you just ask what you do here wow can you teach me yes boom and then you're starting After a year, maybe, you find out, okay, this is not what I want. But then you've been, been here a year. Then you just find a new thing. Just keep on finding, because there's an opportunity to everybody. I know many people who just study. You know, it depends on where you live. But in Denmark, you get the, the government pay you if you study. So if you're Danish, just take your uh, SU. If you're Danish, you know it, SU. Take your SU to Denmark, It's uh, to uh, Thailand. It's uh, about uh, 45,000 baht. A teacher makes 25,000, but they have an okay life. It's not like, wow, but, but it's, a, it's a life. They get food every day and they can sit at the beach and get a mojito. 
So just do whatever it takes, man. Make advertisement. Make everything. You know? There's a lot of opportunities. You know that yourself, bro. It's like yeah. there's many opportunities here. There's where you can make so many small things here that gives a little bit income. That many people Yeah, yeah, like teaching English or teaching, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah, there's many like working remotely. I'm also basically a remote salesperson for other company and also I'm building my own company. I do employ people and also I'm being employed by, by somebody mm. else but that, and I'm working five years so far. Yeah, okay. So the opportunity is real to work remotely but also you mentioned previously and everybody should realize that there is price that you need to pay. It's yes. not like yes. you're going to come and just be on the beach. Probably you will be working hard, yeah. even more harder than your country but yeah. the dream life is it's real. You just need to figure it out and make your money right. It's like you have to earn to gain. Here you uh, you earn, you, maybe you you, uh, you work hard, but you gain more. It's uh, If you work in USA or anywhere in Europe, there's two months a year it's fun to be in. Here there's 11 and a half months where it's fun to be in. Yeah. So you're motivated all the time. You're looking out at a beautiful sky all the time. And uh, just so much more motivated here in, uh, in uh, Thailand. Or Bali. Bali is actually fucking nice too. And I know a lot of people who, you can make everything. You can make videos. You can make, uh, yeah, you can do anything. You can make homework for people. I know people who, who make uh, 100,000 bet on make work, homework for other people. Wow. Yeah. It's cheating. But he not do anything illegal, right? Yeah. But he just make homework for them. So that's many, many opportunities here. Because like you want to stay here for a long period of time, a lot of other people want to stay here. That's why it's easier here to connect and teach each other because you're working for the same cause, staying here, getting success in your life. Whereas in Denmark you know, or in Sweden, everybody goes in the small little box of their life and you don't really say hi to the, the neighbor. <laughs> here it's more open. People are more open here, right? Yeah. They have more connection here. I'm sure where you come from too, the people are a little bit like this yeah. too. Especially in here in Asia. People are more open and ready to help you. And that's white people I talk about. It's not the, the Thai people. That's the white people. They are ready to, to give you advice. Yeah, well, I assume everybody was in the similar shoes, yes. let's say, position, and they just understand yeah. you. Huh? You can be surrounded with people. Here I've seen, you know, people that are digital nomads working remotely. I've seen that they're all willing to, to help and they're open to help mm. and yeah. share their, their knowledge. And they really are. Seriously. They really yeah, they really are. Yeah. It's not like they're doing it for purpose of selling no. you something. It's like they, they truly want to, to help out. They can really connect with you because they, they've been in your shoes. Yeah. Everybody exactly. been. I've never seen a white man here in Thailand who uh, who never been in, in our shoes. Yeah. Like, because then you have to be born here and born into a rich family because the majority of Thai people, they make about, in dollars, to be nice here, it's about, in bed, it's 15, 10 to 15,000 bed. So three hundred dollars. Yeah, they make about three hundred dollars. No, right. uh, fifteen thousand is three hundred. It's three hundred US. Yeah, oh, shit. That uh, sounds just so small, right? Yeah, it's small, <laughs> but once you made it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but this is the Thai people. It's the Thai people. If you are white and you have a, a work permission here, there's a rule saying that you you can't get on, uh, under twenty five. Already there, you make uh, double of what a Thai person do, and they live here. So yeah. it's just about buying the sour apple and do what it takes. Then you can success. Yes. <laughs> okay, I think you gave a lot of value. Can you share a quick tip that people are trying to figure out, especially in sales? Like one, what's the one thing that you can suggest mm. to them to improve their sales skills? Yeah. Just mm. one thing. Yeah. There are many, but just one main that's, thing. That's, yeah, there's many, there's many problems, you know. But if you want to succeed in sales, then you... Just always have to remember that every day, every hour, every second you sit on the phone, every fucking call you make, you learn something new. So when, when it's a no, you learn about the no. Make the no to a yes, and then you're going to succeed in this fucking line of work. Pick up the phone, call the customer. If you say no, pick up the phone, call a new customer. Don't take breaks unless you're on goal. If you go home early, if you're the first to go home and the last to come, you never succeed. Be the most working hard in the, uh, the, the hard working in the room, and then you will always succeed in, in the sales. Boom. <laughs> and there you have it. 
yeah, that's one thing. I have a lot of things. You know it from the day we yeah, talk. Yeah. I can talk in many hours about sales. <laughs> I think that that's the main, main, but yeah, main thing. Just don't uh, let yourself uh, down. Don't let yourself down. Make the promise to yourself. Say that uh, this is life or death, you know. And I know it's not life or death, but tell it. Work for it like it's fucking last thing you're ever going to work for. Because one day you will be in love, so much in love with sales that you, uh, you can't stop thinking about it. I dream about sales. I think about when I wake up, I watch videos, make videos like this now, you know, dream about sales and find some good motivation. Because nobody is motivated about sitting and watching a PlayStation and a, a, a ball of noodles. No, motivate yourself. Go out, boost yourself. If, if it's going down, go out, look in the mirror. Take your balls in your hand say, yeah, they're still here. Okay, let's go and make some sales. Be stubborn. Be fucking stubborn. You know, that's, that's one of my, I have ADHD. Some lines, it's shit to have ADHD. But in sales, it's fucking good because I'm fucking stubborn. I don't give up. I don't never give up. If I'm not in my goal after 10 hours, then I don't sleep. I just sit there 20 hours, you know. I'm stubborn. I don't want to go to work the day after and say, oh, I didn't do it. Take that inside your, your heart and say, be stubborn, be fucking powerful, and uh, blow the room up. Always be the, the loudest in the room. Then you're going to succeed. <laughs> okay, guys, I think you heard everything. If you do like the, the lifestyle and you do want to improve in sales, then be stubborn, be persistent, come first, Go home the, the yeah, last and, yeah. and you do not have to complain. Just do it. Yeah, just do it. Just do it. Complain is for pussies. <laughs> That's how it is. You know, complainers, they, they, they never succeed. That's always an excuse. You can always find an excuse. Oh, I could find an excuse not to come here. I'm tired. That's yeah. always an excuse for anything in the world. There's two kinds of people. Excuses, problem solvers. <laughs> and be a problem solver yeah. and don't make excuses yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the, this interview Jim, our poor Jim from factory I think he <laughs> came to a, to a great place here in Thailand and yes. developed a big company that only sells in Denmark and if he can do it anybody can do it, anybody can do it. Yeah. so guys follow us next week for another interview also I would invite you to go to remotepreneurs.com website Sign up for a newsletter. I'm going to send show notes. I'm going to send a Facebook page. Maybe someone of Denmark is watching and might be interested working with Jim and come yeah. here in Thailand. More than welcome. Or Sweden, doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, Sweden too. Yeah. So I hope you enjoy it. I'll break down the summary of everything that he, he mentioned and also all the tips that he mentioned about sales. And guys, as I mentioned, just do it. Be brave, be persistent, and you can have also the lifestyle as Jim. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Jim, thank you for being here. You too. It you was, too. Thank you for making it was a great podcast. Yes. Yeah, thanks. And bye-bye, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the podcast to be the first to hear new episodes. And if you feel that this episode provided you with value, we invite you to share this podcast with a friend that is trying to escape the matrix and create his or her own remote economy. Visit remotepreneurs.com and join the email list to receive this episode's show notes and a welcoming gift.